Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Zeke Said So Show. This is the one and only show where we're talking about all things movie news, video games, comic books, television, and all that sorts of geeky good stuff. And, uh, yeah, we are back with this week's episode of the Zeke Said So Show. And uh, on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, all the stuff that came out of this year's CinemaCon. Uh, at least the stuff that I am most interested in. Um, now, of course, I did not go to CinemaCon, but I did uh, keep my ear close to what was going on. Uh, and then we got some great Q&A questions, so uh, we're not going to waste any time, and we're just going to jump right into the show. Um, but... Actually, you know what? Before we get into our main topics, uh, let me do a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, guys, make sure you guys go check out the Zeke Said So website, uh, zekesaidso.wordpress.com. Uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, check that out whenever you get the chance. That's where you'll find a link to support the show, and you'll also uh, find where you can send in questions for the Zeke Said So show. Um, there is also... If you guys are interested, the Zeke Said So YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe to the Zeke Said So YouTube channel and share the videos. There's going to be a bunch of content coming to the Zeke Said So YouTube channel very, very, very soon. So you want to go and check that out when you get the chance. Um, and uh, follow me on, on Instagram and Twitter uh, because I'm also going to be posting a lot of stuff on there as well. All right, guys. With all that out of the way. Let's jump into uh, what we wanted, what, what our main topic of the show is, and that is last week, CinemaCon was here, it came, it went, and um, yeah, we're going to be talking about a lot of the stuff that dropped uh, out of CinemaCon, uh, and the first one we are going to discuss is uh, some news, some an update on Avatar, on James Cameron's. Avatar 2. Um, now, this, of course, is uh, the long-awaited sequel to James Cameron's Avatar. Um, and uh, not only did, uh, did the people of CinemaCon get to see uh, the first look, the first bit of footage, but we also got a title, and we also got an announcement on when we are all going to be able to see the first footage for Avatar 2. Um, so, uh, let's see. Um, okay, so, uh, CinemaCon, so during, and this this comes to us uh, from The Hollywood Reporter. Um, as soon as I can just open it up here. Okay, so I'm going to read to you what The Hollywood Reporter says about what happened at CinemaCon. Okay, so this comes to us from The Hollywood Reporter saying, CinemaCon delegates donning their 3D glasses gave a wildly enthousi enthusiastic welcome to the to their return to Pandora with a first look at the stunning teaser trailer for James Cameron's newly titled sequel, Avatar, The Way of Water. Wednesday during Disney's Slate presentation in Caesars Palace's Coliseum. Uh... And uh, uh, John Landau, uh, Landau, who's Lando or Landau, who is one of the uh, producers of the film, said this, uh, had this to say, we need to make sure audiences have an experience they can't get anywhere else. Uh, 
and that needs to be exclusively in theaters. Uh, said producer John Landau in introducing the teaser trailer, which will be released next week exclusively in theaters ahead of Disney Disney slash Marvel's Doctor Strange and the in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Landau additionally announced plans to re-release the, uh, the original Avatar on September 23rd in theaters with restored picture and sound. Um... Let me see. Uh, okay. Um, they also uh, kind of gave us a, um, a little bit about what we can expect from the film. Uh, Lando, 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 uh, yeah, Lando Calrissian. Um, no, uh, Lando reported that each of the four sequels, the first, The Way of Water, is scheduled for release on December 16th. Uh, for a December 16th release, uh, will will center on returning Jake Sully, played by Sam Worthington, and Navi Netiri, uh, Netiri or Netiri or whatever, uh, played by Zoe Saldana, and their family, and the lengths they'll go to keep each other safe. Uh, each is a standalone film that, quote, together are even greater connected, uh, are are an even greater connected epic saga. Uh, and then, let me see, is there anything else we can do? Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, uh, Cameron did, um, did uh, James Cameron did send a video uh, to the people at CinemaCon saying, quote, we set out to push the limits to what cinema can do. And so, um, talking a little bit about the technology they used, um, let me see, trying to find any other info here uh, that's worth talking about. Um, trying to find if there's anything else to discuss. Uh, no, that looks like that's it. Okay, so... Now, the question is, my question is, um, will, uh, let me see, my question is, um, is the, um, uh, is the trailer going to be shown in front of Doctor Strange in regular 2D, or is it going to be in 3D only? Like, do you have to go see Doctor Strange in 3D? I mean, let, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was going to see Doctor Strange 2 in 3D anyway, mainly because I got to see the first one in 3D, and that was such an amazing experience. I want to see this new one in 3D. Um so one of my viewings, one of my many viewings of Doctor Strange will be in 3D, but there's it's not clear though whether um, whether the trailers will only be playing for 3D audiences. I, I see. I don't know. Um, but. They also made it a point. This is actually something I did forget to mention. Uh, Deadline, I, I, because I just found the article on Deadline. Also, 
Um, I, I was looking through the article on deadline also. Um, but um, they did say that after uh, – so it will run in theaters, exclusively in theaters, um, during the initial opening of Doctor Strange. But then one week later, then it will drop online for the rest of the world to see. Which, uh, which I'm not gonna lie, is pretty cool. That sounds that sounds pretty pretty awesome. Um, look, here's the thing, guys. I'm not a huge fan of the first one. Uh, if you guys have seen my or listened to my Throwback Thursday episode on it, you guys know I wasn't a huge fan of of the first Avatar. I think it's incredibly overrated. Um, but I will say one thing I've always said is that it is visually stunning to look at. And from a pure visual standpoint, uh, James Cameron was able to pull off something incredible and honestly gave us the same technology that brought us films like Jungle Book. Um, I mean, heck, even John Favreau's elevated some of that technology for uh, The Mandalorian. So obviously Avatar is very groundbreaking for uh, for what for what happened. Um so the only thing that has me interested about Avatar is the visuals, the just purely seeing the visual look of it on the big screen. That is the only thing that has me remotely interested, and that's honestly the only reason why I will go and watch Avatar 2 just for the visuals alone. Um, in fact, honestly, they're re-releasing Avatar 2 uh, in September, and guess what? I'm going to go to that re-release, and I'm going to watch Avatar 2, uh, uh, not uh, Avatar 1, um, in 3D because I want to be able to experience that movie on a big screen because, again, it is visually beautiful to look at. Again, I don't even like the movie, but it's visually – it's a nice movie to look at, you know? Very pretty. That's like, It's like – um. It's like the Lion King remake. I don't really like the Lion King remake, but guess what? It's a nice movie to look at. So, I am incredibly excited to see how this is going to look. Now, the trailer did leak online. I did watch the leaked trailer, um, and... You know, like I, you know, it looks it looks good, but again, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm I'm just hoping to see a little bit more because literally all we got was like two second, like looks at everything. Um, I want to see the actual trailer on the big screen when uh when I go and see Multiverse of Madness. So, which I'm seeing it on third. I- well, actually, by the time this episode drops, I will have seen it. But, again, I don't record these things on on Friday, so here I am. Okay. Um, so, technically, as of right now... Never mind. I already blew, I already blew the illusion. Um, okay. Okay. Um, the other thing that they showed off at CinemaCon was Across the Spider-Verse. Now, we all knew that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse had been delayed. Um, we talked about that on the last episode of the Zeke Setzo show. But they still had footage to show from it. They showed, I believe, I, I believe they said it was the first 15 minutes of the movie. 
and um, apparently it's all it all looks great. And I can't. I, I just. Oh my gosh. After after hearing the footage, after hearing what the footage contained, I'm now even more jealous that we're not getting this movie at the end of the year. I'm now more jealous that I'm now more upset that we're not getting this movie at the end of the year, that I have to wait a full year to see this movie. Um, And also we were given a brand new title. Now, originally Spider-Man across the spider verse was originally titled across the spider verse part, uh, part one. It was originally called Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Well, we um, we got a new title for the... We got a new title for, uh, for Part 2. Uh, and that new title is... Let me see if I can bring it up here. Um, ah, okay. All right, and that new title is, of course, Spider-Man. Uh, sorry. Aha, there it is, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. So, of course, the first one was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Second film will be called Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And the third film is going to be titled Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. Um, and also, they made it a very clear to announce that this is this has the largest number of people working on an animated film. I believe they said it's a thousand people are working on this movie, which is insane. Um, but that ha- I'm really excited for that. You guys know how much I love Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, so obviously I am very excited to see what what Phil Lord and Chris Miller have in store for the, this next film, especially knowing that um, Kemp Powers, who was the co-director of Soul, and uh, Joaquin Dos Santos, who directed some of the best episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, is actually going to be involved in this. So that has me very, very excited. Um, then we got some footage for Shazam 2, The Flash, and Black Adam. Um, uh, not going to lie, I don't really care about The Flash. Uh, Black Adam, from what I've heard, the footage was pretty cool. Um, there was one line. I was reading a description of the footage. There was one line that Black Adam says in that teaser that made me just freak out when Black Adam, I guess he's talking to, I believe it's Hawkman he's talking to, and he looks at Hawkman, and Hawkman looks at him and goes, Heroes don't kill people. And Black Adam just looks at Hawkman and goes, But I do. Oh, 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 gosh. I'm so excited for, for Black Adam. Um, but then uh, Shazam 2, the footage for Shazam 2, I also got to read the description to that. Um, and look, I am super excited for Shazam 2. Um, coming out right around the same time as Avatar. Um, they did just push the release date back for that film. Um, just by one week, though. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see Shazam 2. I can't wait. I loved the first one, and um, 
I can't wait to see where they take the the character of Billy ba- uh, Billy Baston and and his family. You know, now that his family has the same abilities, I can't wait to see them uh, kind of working together during an entire movie. Because of course, we only got that um, at the end of the first movie, so it'll be pretty exciting. Um, uh, they also showed off a couple of movies. Uh, they had a screening of Ethan Hawke's The Black Phone. Uh, some of the early reactions came out to that. I believe I, I want did the I want to see if the Rotten Tomatoes score came out for it yet. Um, we'll see if it. <sighs> Okay, only 13 reviews, though, so you can't really, we can't really base it off of anything just because um, it is only 13 reviews, but it's got 100% with 13 reviews, so that's that's good, I guess. Um, so, yeah, um, the film's getting really, a re- got a really good response out of, um, uh, out of CinemaCon. Um, let me go ahead and read some of these, some of these reviews here. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. So here's the, here's some of the reviews we got. Uh, John, uh, Defour from the Hollywood Reporter says the black phone expands on a short story in ways that feel very true to the source material while significantly enhancing its theatrical appeal. Uh, IndieWire says a film with a bleak yet entertaining reminder that horror is uh, omnipresent, but sometimes can, can find a lifeline in the darkest hours if you just listen. Um, uh, Peter Hammond from Deadline Hollywood Daily uh, says... It is a highly entertaining and gripping thriller of of the best kind, one where where the horrors of everyday life are not all easy to escape. Um, try and find any other reviews here. Um, see if I can find. Um, yeah, uh, that's, that's about it. So, um, yeah, the black phone getting a a great response. Um, they also, Disney also showed the first 30 minutes of Lightyear. Uh, they also showed the first 20 minutes to Dr. Strange. Um, uh, so that's, that's pretty cool stuff. Um, but the one that I'm really interested to talk about is Top Gun Maverick. They showed they showed off Top Gun Maverick, and it is getting one of the best responses I have seen uh, for a movie in a long time. Uh, let me see if I can f- get the reviews up here. Uh, let's take a look at the Rotten Tomatoes. See if the Rotten Tomatoes score ever went up for it. Um, No, Ron Tomatoes doesn't have any reviews up for it. Oh, they, mu- they must have not. Um, 
Yeah. So, Rotten Tomatoes most likely doesn't have. Rev- yeah, no, it doesn't have the reviews up. Okay, uh, that's fine. Um, okay. Um, but uh, oh, uh, here's a. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, never mind. Okay, so um, yes, the uh, Top Gun Maverick got some pretty good reactions. Um, I got to hear some pretty good things from it, so I can't wait, man. I I like. I don't like. Here's my thing. I'm not in love with the first Top Gun. I think it's enjoyable. I think it's a fun movie. I don't think it's like one of the greatest things that's ever existed. Um, but I have been really looking forward to this new one. Uh, I think this new one has just looked incredible. And um, I can't wait to, to, to finally check it out. Uh, uh, I believe tickets just went on sale today, actually. So um, I haven't gotten my tickets for it yet. Um, I probably will within the next couple of days. But, um, yeah, no, I am uh, pretty excited after hearing all the reactions from Top Gun. So, uh, yeah, guys, that's all the stuff we, we heard coming out of CinemaCon. Um, again, I think the highlight was probably hearing some stuff about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Just because, again, for me, that was my favorite. Like, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is, one of my, is my favorite film in the Spider-Man franchise. And it's also uh, my second favorite comic book movie of all time, Behind the Dark Knight. So, obviously, any news about the sequel, I'm always going to be um, keeping my ear close to the ground for. But, um, all right, guys. With all that down, uh, let's go ahead and let's move on to the Q&A portion of the show. All right, guys. So, let's now get into your Q&A questions for the Zeke Said So Show. Um, how do you guys send in the Q&A question? Well, it's very, very simple. You just go to the... Um, I will say this. Um, we are still accepting Q&A questions from Instagram, but not for much longer. Um, I will say probably for... I'll, I'll make an official announcement on when we're going to stop taking Q&A questions from Instagram. But if you do want to send in any questions in the future for Zeke Said So, you can just go to the Zeke Said So website um, and um, send in your question. Go to the Get Your Question on the Show uh, tab um, of the website. Uh, scroll down. You'll see uh, a little thing that says Get Your Question on the Show. Um, and you can you'll put in your email, put in your name, your email, uh, and make sure before you write your question, make sure you put the hashtag Zeke said so, uh, hashtag Zeke said so, and then type in your question, and you will get your question on the show. All right, guys. With all that out of the way, let's get let's get into your guys' Q and A questions. Let's start let's start having conversations here. Um, thoughts on the unbearable weight of massive talent. Um, yeah, so I, I finally did see The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Um, I loved it. I really liked it. I liked it quite a bit, actually. Um, I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. But that being said, I still found it to be very enjoyable, um, a lot of fun. Um, I think I think this is one of my favorite performances from Nicolas Cage. Um, I think he's actually pretty, uh, 
pretty great in this. And uh, Pedro Pascal, I thought, was hilarious. Um, I think the whole and I and if you guys want to know my thoughts, go on my Instagram. I I kind of give my thoughts on why I didn't love it as much as I wanted to. But essentially, it just feel there's a point in the movie where it just felt like a different movie. So, but yeah. Um, okay. Do you think Sam Raimi will actually make a fourth Spider-Man movie? Well, I think he has definitely shown interest. Do I actually think it will happen? I don't know. I think Sony is so focused on making movies about Spider-Man anti-heroes than actually making movies about multiple different Spider-Man. Um, even though Spider-Man No Way Home grossed a billion dollars. I think they should make a fourth movie with Tobey Maguire and a third movie with Andrew Garfield because I think it would gross a billion dollars. But anyway, um, um, but yeah, that's that's my answer to that. Uh, Bad Bunny is going to be El Muerto. Um, do you think this is a mistake to cast Bad Bunny? Look, here's the thing. I don't even know Bad Bunny. I've never heard a single song from Bad Bunny. Um, the only way I heard anything about him was because he had a WrestleMania match. No joke. That's the only reason why I know who Bad Bunny is. Other than that, have never listened to the dude's music. But this just goes to show where Sony's priorities are because they're not even going to try and find someone who can actually act. Now, look. I don't want to pick on Bad Bunny, okay? I don't want to pick on the guy. I'm sure he's incredibly talented. But just because somebody has a million follow followers on social media doesn't mean they should be cast in a Marvel movie. It, that would be like taking someone like me, someone who sits here and talks about movies on the internet that's like taking someone like me and casting me as i don't know a doctor strange variant like seriously that's what this casting is like that's like taking me and saying hey zeke we're gonna cast you as doctor strange oh i'm flattered but i don't think i'm the right fit both my my both my weight will tell you and Acting-wise, I don't think I'm that good for the job. And then Kevin Feige saying, no, you're the perfect fit. Well, thank you, Kevin. Fe anyway, I'm getting distracted. But I'm just saying that is exactly what, what this casting is like. I just think, oh, gosh. And to do it on a character like El Mur like El Murto? Who, who's asking for an El Murto movie? Was anybody asking for that? Was anybody actually saying, we should make an El Morito movie? What? <laughs> um, if anything, this is like, they if they wanted to make a movie about a wrestler, they should have just made um, the Bonesaw origin movie. Bonesaw is ready. Anyway. Okay. Um, next question. Um, Justin Lin has left Fast 10. Who should direct the next installment? Um... First of all, uh, I don't really care. But second of all, they've already found a director. Um, they have already found a director for the fa for Fast and Furious Ten. Um, it is going to be. 
Hold on. Um, Louis, 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 uh, or Louis Leterrier, whatever, however you pronounce his name. Um, this is the same guy who directed, um, Mar, uh, the Incredible Hulk for Marvel Studios. Um, which I'll be honest, I like that Incredible Hulk movie. I like that movie. That's, that's one, I like that movie. It's an MCU movie that doesn't get enough respect. Um, but yeah, no, he's directing the next film. So this question kind of doesn't make any sense. But um, yeah, uh, apparently Fast 10's got some stuff going on. I'm not going to lie. I I just think we, I, I just, here's what I think, okay? I just think we, we, we should not even see this movie. I think everyone should just wake up, smell the coffee, and just don't go and see it. But watch, my dumbass is gonna buy, is gonna, is gonna drink the Kool Aid, and go and see this movie. You wanna know why? Because I honestly, because here's the thing, guys. I really liked Fast Five. I loved Fast Five. I loved Six even more. And you know what? I don't care. I like Seven. Seven was not as good as Five and Six, but I liked Seven. Didn't like Eight. Didn't like nine. Oh, and Hobbs and Shaw. I loved Hobbs and Shaw. That was awesome. But I, other than those four, I, I have, I honestly have just not been a fan of this franchise. I just think they get more and more ridiculous as they go as they go along. I, I really do. And I, and I think the last one was just proof to that. Honestly, um, okay. What do you think of them recasting Wallace for the new Wallace and Gromit short film? Uh, makes sense. I mean, unfortunately, Peter Salas is no longer alive. Um, but let's just hope. I mean, honestly, when it comes to anime, when it comes to voicing Wallace, it's not like you have to hire some some like you're you're not gonna you're not gonna hire someone like Tom Hanks to voice Wallace. You know, you can literally hire some nobody. Some some voice some up and coming voice actor who's literally only done Pepsi commercials, you know, like so because honestly, I don't think anybody really knew who was the real voice of Wallace. I just don't think anyone actually knew that. Um, okay, let's move on here. Uh, the Batman sequel has officially been announced. Thoughts? Oh, big shocker. Um, no, in all honesty, look. Honestly, we all knew there was going to be a sequel. We all knew it. But I got to say, I'm very happy to hear that Matt Reeves was able to come out on stage at CinemaCon and announce that, yes, he is working on a sequel and that Robert Pattinson is returning to uh, to play the character. Um, I'm very curious as to where, where they're going to go uh, after with the way the first film ended, I'm now very intrigued to see um, the the direction that Matt Reeves takes his uh, his Batman series. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I think. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, the Marvels and the next Ant Man film have switched release dates. Do you think there's something wrong? 
Uh, no. No. I think this is just... Look, I mean... We're starting to see a lot of films getting pushed back due to visual effects houses being um, overcrowded with work. Um, so, no, I don't think there's something wrong with either film. But it's just it's just how flooded the, the, the market is right now um, with, with, uh, with films. Okay. Um, do you think it was smart for Shazam 2 to move their release date away from Avatar? Well, look, let's be honest. They've only moved it one week. It's not like they moved it a whole month away. But, yeah, I think it is because Avatar 2 is really going to – I here's the thing, okay? Despite me not being that excited – look, I think a lot of people are really underestimating how well Avatar 2 is going to end up doing. A lot of people are really underestimating how well Avatar 2 is going to do because I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be the biggest movie of the year. I really do. So there's that. Um, what do you think of the of the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie coming to Disney Plus? Okay, I'm glad you asked this because I have seen both trailers for Chippendale Rescue Rangers, um, and I gotta say I'm getting more excited for this. I I haven't really been a big fan of Disney Plus movies. I, I honestly think their movies have been kind of gar have been garbage. A lot of the movies that Disney Plus produces is garbage. Um, but I have to say, I really i I'm really excited for this new Chippendale movie. I really am. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, moments from the trailer was uh, I believe it's Peter Pan looking at um, Chippendale, and he looks at them and goes, I was always more of an Alvin and the Chipmunks person. I don't know why, but for some reason that uh, that always cracks me up. Um, okay. Um, favorite moment from the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Ow. Why do you have to do that to me? <sighs> Dang it. Don't do that to me. Um. Good. I don't even know. You know what? I'll, I'll say this one. Okay, I'll say this one. It's a moment between Sam and Frodo. They're at Mountain Doom. They just have to climb up the the mountain and get to the end and get to the doorway. Um, Frodo is weak. He can't keep walking anymore. But Sam looks at Frodo and he's like, "Then let us be rid of it. I may not care. I may not be able to carry it for you, but I can carry you." And he just lifts Frodo on his shoulders. Oh. I just watched that moment and go, that's friendship right there. That is true, true friendship. And if you have a friend like Samwise Gamgee, you are one lucky human being. Okay? That's awesome right there. Okay? 
and honestly, Sam Sam uh, Samwise Gamgee has always been is is always one of my favorite characters. I mean, my favorite character in Lord of the Rings is Gandalf, but Samwise has always been one of one of my other favorites. So, all right. Uh, do you think if they remove Ezra Miller, they should reshoot the Flash? No, no, because that's just going to raise the budget. And honestly, if if that happens, Flash is not going to make enough to 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 make back its budget. I think they should just release this movie as it is. And. Look, it's going to be hard to, considering that Ezra Miller got himself into a lot of trouble. But if, unless Warner Brothers is willing to come out and say something about his behavior, then unfortunately, this is the question everyone's going to be asking. So, yeah. Um, thoughts on Sam Raimi's Spider-Man turning 20 years old? You know, I will say this. I, I did hear about this news, man, and I got to say... I can't believe it. I, I can't believe it. And also, as I'm recording this episode, this week, this week, the first Avengers movie turned 10 years old. Like, what is happening right now? I remember watching the first Spider-Man movie on DVD when I was like five And then I remember going to see that first Avengers movie when I was in sixth grade. Like, that's just crazy to think how fast. And it, honestly, I'm not going to lie. When it comes to Avengers, it, it I honestly feel like it was... I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, it's been about five years. It's been about five years since that first movie. No, it's been ten years. I can't believe it. Now I will say this: once I finish doing my um, my Doctor Strange spoilers discussion, I am going to do dedicated episodes to both the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie and the first Avengers film. I might do Avengers first, just because that one's going to be ten years old. That one's ten years old, and I've never really talked about the first Avengers movie in detail. So I'm gonna do that, um, much like I did when when Logan had its fifth anniversary. I, I did the same thing with Logan. So I'm gonna do a retrospective on both Sam Raimi Spider-Man. But no, the fact that Sam Raimi Spider-Man is 20 years old, that's insane. By the way, favorite favorite moment from one of my favorite favorite lines from the movie. Back to formula, <laughs> or or Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> Oh, um, anyway, sorry. Um, that was just me reenacting Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once is successful at the box office. I know it's your favorite movie of the year. Thoughts? Um, look, I'm happy that this movie is being somewhat successful. I'm, I'm happy because, as the question said, it is my favorite movie of the year. Um, I love this movie. I really do. It To me... It is everything, everything I want them. I wanted, like, it, we, you know, I talked about it, you know, uh, 
I won't give any details for my for my um, Web Swings podcast episode that I did on Moon Knight. But when I talked about Moon Knight, um, I, you know, because I pre-recorded these shows, so obviously the Web Swings podcast is going to go up tomorrow. But one of the things I brought up in that in that review was I was expecting something good. I wasn't expecting. I I didn't know how good. And that was with everything, everywhere, all at once. I was expecting the movie to be good and fun. I was not expecting the the amount of entertainment I would have out of this movie. I really wasn't. And I gotta say, by far, the biggest laugh I've had in the movie theater all year so far, the Hot Dog Finger Universe. Hot Dog Finger Universe. And for those of you who have seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. So, okay. And the final question here is, how did you get started in talking about movies on YouTube and podcasting? Also, is this your full-time job? Um, well, first of all, as as far as is this my full-time job, no. But I do work on this thing quite a bit. Um, a lot of people don't – before I get into how I got started – a lot of people don't understand is that this all of the shows I do take a lot of hours of planning and all that stuff. And I mostly have to do all that during the week and then record all the stuff on the weekends. Um, obviously, this week was kind of the upset. I, I've kind of been doing all this stuff last minute because, you know, I'm also working on a short film right now. So, yeah. But... How did I get started? Well, I've always just loved movies. I, I always have, and movies have always been my number one passion. And I remember when I was in my first two years of high school at the time, I was <laughs> I was never given the opportunity to be the director of any project I did. In my first two years, my first two years when I did video, because I did, I was, I took video production classes in all four years of my, of high school. And in my first two years, I never had the opportunity to be the director of any projects. I was always just pushed off as the editor, which I like editing, but I, I wanted to, I wanted to have some opportunity to direct something because I want to be a director. I want to be a filmmaker. I want to be a film director when I, I mean, in the future, I'm hoping that will be my future career as a film director. And I remember just thinking, well, what if I just did something on my own? What if I just had a YouTube channel where I talked about movies? I can just do it on my own. I can be my own director, my own producer, my own writer. I can just do it on my own. I don't need to worry about answering it to, to anybody. I can just do it on my own and at the time i had a, a a crappy editing software on my phone i recorded all of my videos on my phone um i did all of it on my phone um you might remember if you've been following me for that long you might remember my early videos and let me see if i can find let me see if i can find um my first video I, I, let me see if my first video is actually it is okay so you might remember 
if you have been watching me for for a long time my very first video was actually made on um a a uh little editing software called viva video and it was a like a um it was a slide it was basically a an editing software that basically was used to put slideshows together these nice little video slideshows and I did a box office report for the week of for the weekend of uh, August tenth, two thousand fifteen, and then my first on camera video, the first video that ever had me on camera, was my review of Fantastic Four, or Fant Four Stick. <laughs> so, and then of course I did an Avatar last. I did a I did a a, a review slash rant. Of the last airbender and and you know there are some other videos on my channel like you know the movie theater cup collection video um just a lot a lot of really cool videos that are that are on that channel and i i'll be honest man i'm proud of what i've done on youtube i really am even though as of late i haven't really been that consistent i really do want to be but um i'm proud with what i've done you know and the fact that this whole thing started out of me just wanting to have the opportunity to be in charge of my own projects, and now I pretty much am. I pretty much have full control over a lot of my own stuff. You know, the podcast is all mine. The short films that I'm that I direct and write and produce are all mine. You know, I don't have to answer to anybody, and that's just that just feels nice. It just it just feels good when you can work on something that you love and you don't have to answer to anybody to do it. Like I don't have a boss that just tells me, "Hey, you know, maybe you should uh, do this with your YouTube channel." No. Because I you know, this is this is kind of what um what I love about it. Um and as far as this if is this my full-time job? Um unfortunately, no. Um, even though I would love it to be my full-time job, it's not. I do have to work in order to pay my bills. But I got to say, the job that I have right now, I really like it. You want to know why? Because it gives me enough time both in the morning and in the evening to work on this thing. And look, I, I spend probably a good two, probably a good hour of my morning working on the podcast and probably a good maybe four hours working on, on, on this, uh, at night. So, uh, maybe three hours. Cause I actually started recording, uh, this, this episode of the Zeke Senso show. I actually started recording it at nine o'clock, nine o'clock at night. So, but that's besides the point. Um, but I, I love what I do on both on YouTube. I really do. It's on YouTube and podcasting. I love it. Um, it's, it's become more than a hobby. It's it it has it's felt like you know it's not work if what's what's the thing they always say it's not work if if you're doing what you love. That's that's how I feel. You know this this doesn't feel like work to me. This is just this is just where I belong. You know, and I I love doing it. I really really do. In fact, honestly, whenever I wake, whenever I um. 
whenever I get off work, I just get so excited because I'm like, oh, I get to I get to work on my podcast. I get to work on the youth. I get to work on the short film. In fact, this weekend, I'm so excited because this, you know, obviously this upcoming weekend, I'm I'm gonna go shoot more of the short film, and I'm so excited for that. Um, so yeah, I I love doing this, guys. I really really do. But to answer your question, uh, to answer both of your questions. That's how I got started on on both YouTube and podcasting. And no, this isn't a full-time job, but uh, I still have a lot of fun doing it. So anyway, guys, that will do it for this episode of the Zeke Said So Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Again, guys, make sure you guys go check out all the stuff we got going on in the ZXXO, including the website, the YouTube channel. Follow me on all my social media, including Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you guys like the podcast, please make sure you you share it and subscribe. I think I should subscribe to the podcast because Zeke the Geek said so. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.